Hey everybody, welcome to episode two of the Travelmation podcast where we are going to talk about all things travel, Disney and more. Guys, you are in for a treat today. Today is such a special episode. We are live in Magic Kingdom. It feels so good to be home. We've got Tim Elrod here. We've got Christina Riccio and we are just so excited to be back in the parks. Tim, how are you feeling? Man, I couldn't feel any better. Today has been an epic day. It just feels good to be back. The cast members have been so amazing. And um, it's just good to see the castle again and walk down Main Street USA. What about you, Christina? How, how was your visit yesterday to the Animal Kingdom? So, yeah, I went to Animal Kingdom yesterday, and it was just so magical, honestly. It was so exciting. It was so exciting to be back. And I just couldn't be happier. And seeing all of your videos and photos today make me so jealous that I'm not with you guys. But we got to see each other yesterday, which is awesome. Well, and that's why we're recording this episode, because there are a lot of listeners out there. Maybe you didn't get the chance to be here on July 11th, 2020, a historic day in Disney history, as it will be. We'll all have pictures of masks on, and it's going to be fantastic. But if you didn't get to be here, we wanted to bring you with us. We wanted to bring you into what today and what the pass holder previews yesterday and the day before were like. And so that's why we're doing this episode. We thought, hey, it's not going to be easy to record from the parks. Obviously, you guys can probably hear some of the sounds of Magic Kingdom, so you, you might feel like you're here. But we just thought we want to bring you along on this journey. We want to help set you up for success for your next trip. That's right. I mean, it's me and Austin spent an hour trying to find somewhere to record. You might hear the rain in the background, but we're here live in the Magic Kingdom. And Christina's live in Fort Lauderdale. So, you know, here we are. And uh, we're going to get right to it. We've got lots of notes. Uh, We're just going to kind of, you know, banter about the last couple days and our experience to hopefully help you decide whether or not you want to make the journey to Orlando, you know, in the next month or two. um, And just give you our experience, good and bad all of the things. Well, and I think that's what's really important. It's something that's different than what we said on the last episode, because since our last recording, you actually can come in 2020 now. That's right. Packages are open. Tickets are back up for sale. But if you didn't have them now, you can make them now. So hopefully by the end of this episode, you'll be wanting to come experience some of that magic too. That's right. Things are moving fast, right, Christina? (laughs) Definitely. You guys want to dive right in? Yeah, let's go. Why don't you give us... Just give us a little bit of the play-by-play in what socially distanced Animal Kingdom felt like yesterday. Well, it was, there's decals everywhere. Everywhere. The Everywhere. About please stand here or um, there's little circular decals that you step on. And they definitely, I think they're more than six feet apart knowing that people are going to be um, in their own, you know, parties of two, three, four, however many. And they're all over the lines. They're all over, or excuse me, the queues. They are in the restaurants leading into the restaurants. Um, I, I think they did a great job inside the queues as well. They have barriers. And so yesterday I went, or two days ago, I went on the safari and there's barriers in your car as well as within the line. So there's like the just, they're doing barriers? everything they can. Yeah, like a plexiglass barrier. So in you know each row of the safari car, you have a, a clear barrier. That's interesting. Anything else from like just the Animal Kingdom experience that you felt like, wow, that is, that's different. That is, I mean, that is a post COVID Animal Kingdom. The fact that I was able to get a photo in front of the Tree of Life without anybody in right. it. Yeah, that's a huge difference. <laughs> it's 
So we got to go to Animal Kingdom the day after Christina for the pass holder previews, which was on Friday. And I think it was, I took the screenshot at like 2.30 in the afternoon and every wait time in the park was five minutes, yep. including Avatar Flight of Passage. Yep. That's I mean, Flight of Passage, I've, I walked right on Yeah, I've yep. never seen that. So I would say that's a difference. I mean, obviously today the wait times have fluctuated a little more. I've seen like 30 minute wait times at the Magic Kingdom, but still, you know, compared to a normal day, like that never happens. So no. It was that was one of the biggest things that I was surprised by is I felt like if you've been that person and I think we've all been that person before COVID that said, "Man, I wish there were less people here." I mean, if you're listening, you have said that before at some point. Now is your Definitely. chance. <laughs> now is your chance because there are so few people here. It almost feels like the similar crowd level to like a not so scary Halloween party. Is kind of how I would right. say it. You know what what else I noticed the other day? Obviously, everyone was so happy to be back, the cast members, the guests. But something that my husband and I spoke about when we left was we didn't see one child crying. That's interesting. Have you guys noticed that yet? You didn't see my kids then. <laughs> <laughs> Give it everyone time. just seems so happy. No, and I will I think agree with you. It helps. Um, this morning, just walking down Main Street for the first time and being greeted by, it seemed like what was every cast member on property. Yep. It felt like a, a guest parade um, did. but just to see them clapping for you and just the joy in their faces um you know obviously disney fans are excited to be back but you know we personally know cast members and, and they're excited to be back too so i think all Definitely. around we're all just figuring out what the new normal is right yeah. in every facet of society yeah um and this is just one of those and there's lots of new normals that go along with it but i don't know austin Kind of moving into today, what what were some things you've seen at the Magic Kingdom that you would say yeah. are different, you know, post COVID? I'll just I'll start from the parking lot. We drove, so we are from Atlanta, so we took the eight hour drive, and it wasn't bad. But driving in this morning, we were in the Aladdin parking lot, and so if you've been here before, you know that is really close to the preferred parking area. They were even socially distancing us as we parked. So they would park every right. other car and then they would come back and fill in the row with every other car. So I just thought right off the bat, they are making an impression of how seriously they are taking this. And that felt great. So you go from there, you walk in, we are at the T uh, Ticketing and Transportation Center and there's the temperature scans there. It felt great. My kids weren't nervous at all. The cast members there were so kind about it. You get your scan and then you socially distance, wait in line for the monorail, and then we got our own monorail car. So literally every step <laughs> of the way into Magic Kingdom, we felt protected, we felt safe. And then after we got on the monorail and just made that corner after the contemporary, it was just like this flood of emotion. Mm -hmm. Like you said, we were so excited just to see the castle again. And really quick, let's make an aside. The castle looks phenomenal. I've seen lots of people that you know, have their own opinions and they don't like the castle and they don't, you know. Um, yes. Thank yes. you so much. Okay. Perfect. Perfect. Thank you. See, they are taking it so seriously. That was a cast member who said we were recording without masks and that we needed to put them back on. So that's right. Wow. If this sounds more muffled. They are taking it, taking so, it so seriously. seriously. Just to be clear, but it's you good. are it's drinking good. a coffee too. So Correct. We're not trying to avoid it. I, no. I, I'm gonna, whoever invents the mask with the straw hole 
that you're going to nice. make money. That's right. And now you have to give us credit because you heard it here. That's right. So going back to <laughs> the arrival process. So we are yeah. currently staying at the Polynesian Resort. Um, and so we today was the first day that the monorail loop for the resorts reopened. And so we had some differing feedback yesterday on when that would open this morning. But basically the way it operated this morning is... The resort monorail started at 7 a.m., but it would not stop at the Magic Kingdom until 8.30. So we were mm. able to get on at like 7.50 a.m., and we took it over to the Contemporary, and we got off and walked because we just wanted to get here yeah. as quickly as possible. Um, but So if you're staying at a, a you know monorail resort near the Magic Kingdom, currently they're dropping you off. It'll start at 8.30. And they were doing the same thing. It seemed like they were pulsing cars all the way from where Austin parked to the boats to my brother was staying at Pop Century and they said they were doing the same thing with the buses. So, I mean, to me, I never saw a rush of people anywhere and I really think no. they've taken that into account. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Tim, um, why don't we talk about ahead. a little bit more of the, the magic, ba uh, how they check in with the magic bands. Um, instead of putting your fingerprint, yep. you are now just scanning with the magic bands. Yep. They're trying to lessen the amount of touch points everywhere the garbage cans are now open yep. and so you don't have to push the door you know the little um door to to throw away your garbage so they're really doing everything they can to keep us safe and i felt safe the entire time i was there absolutely i mean yeah. there's going to be some growing pains right there's right. going to be some kinks like we we mobile ordered lunch today at uh, pecos bills and mm. it was a little wonky with the nachos, though. They were so good. But it was a little like you had to wait outside until your order was ready. And there was a little bit of confusion inside, but it didn't take too long. And so we, we were able to get our food and eat lunch. And I saw some pictures on Twitter this morning of, you know, lines at guest relations. And then they socially distanced them and stuff. So I feel like they're doing a great job at figuring it out. And there there may be some kinks along the way or whatever, but... To me, I have felt safer. I'll keep saying it over and over. I've felt safer here than anywhere at home. Like I completely I've agree never with been that. anywhere that they've taken masks or socially distancing Absolutely. more serious than here. Yep. And I so, think they know that they've got everything to lose and they want to get it right. Correct. So if you know, if that's something that's maybe holding you back or you feel like maybe maybe it'll be kind of loosey goosey and they're not enforcing it, you just heard live on the podcast yeah. they are enforcing it so <laughs> we we uh, are more than 20 feet away from any other person and they correct. still got onto us and said hey can you please put your mask back on very yep. kindly in a disney way for sure absolutely so yeah the check-in <laughs> process with the magic band um no finger finger you know yeah, print. No fingerprint um and then so i was curious if you would have to show your park pass but it does look like you know whenever you scan your band the system does read through my Disney experience that you have a valid ticket as yep. well as a park pass for the day. So there's no extra step there, which is nice. You know, right. you don't have to show them your phone or something. Yeah. And it really didn't slow us down. I mean, from temperature scans to the bag check, which was a little bit different. I had to empty my own contents rather than them going through it. But really from ticketing and transportation to being inside the park, I felt like it was faster than normal. And part of that's the crowds. But I guess what I'm saying is it didn't really add many minutes to the experience of getting here. I mean, honestly, the thing that usually slows us down the most, especially having kids, is the fingerprints. Oh, yeah. You know, they want to do their own and yep. then it doesn't read Absolutely. and then they have, you know. So is not having that. Is it your finger? Is it their finger? <laughs> That's right. <laughs> That's right. Um, Which finger? Yeah, right. 
All right, here's one, here's one little thing that I thought would be fun. I'd wear a mask for this. That's the kind of statement. As I've been in this morning, as I've been walking around, I feel like I keep saying to myself, I'd wear a mask for this. And for me, I'll just go so you guys can think about yours. I got to do the cue of Peter Pan's flight, which I know sounds so strange. You're like, why is that a good thing? I've always been in the camp of if I don't have a fast pass, I'm not waiting 80 minutes for Peter Pan's flight. I love that ride. I don't love it 80 minutes worth. And so I've never seen the refurbished queue. And so I I just thought to myself this morning, (laughs) we were there with our kids. It felt so magical. And I just remember saying, I'd wear a mask for this. Do you guys have one of those experiences, one of those moments that you came across? I mean, for me, it's a similar one, but at Animal Kingdom we never ever wait standby for flight of passage um, because you know, that's, it's usually 200 minutes or more or whatever. So, but yesterday, literally it was a walk on. And so that's an amazing queue that I haven't been on. I haven't been through that since the day it opened back in 2017. I think it was. Yeah. So yeah, that was, that was pretty cool. I mean, heck this morning I was so emotional. I would have (laughs) worn a mask just to walk down main street and get a coffee. Like it was, Oh, you took mine. I wear a mask just to be on Main Street. That's right. Just to hang out in the in the hub grass, just to feel that magic. That's what I'd wear a mask for. Well, I would say another one for me was just seeing the castle again. You know, we all saw the pictures of what the painting of the castle looked like. And honestly, when the when I saw the pictures, I wasn't as impressed. But when you're up close to it, it looks like it's straight out of a fairy tale. And I'm not exaggerating. It looks gorgeous. The golds, the purples. Ah, oh, it's amazing. Yeah, for us yesterday, I posted a picture of Mallory in front of the Animal Kingdom entrance. And I did a panoramic shot. And mm-hmm. literally, there's I don't think there's another soul in the picture. And uh, one of my friends commented, and they were like, oh my gosh, you can never, ever do that ever. Never. Um, so yeah, it's just the little never. things like that. And I, we keep coming back to this, you know, w- our job as travel agents is to advise our clients, right? Yeah. If it's your first visit ever and you may not ever come back, then you might want to consider not coming for now and looking at next year. But I mean, if you're a Disney parks fan and I mean, this is the time to come. It's, it's I just experiences agree. that you'll never, ever have again. We hope. Um, but yeah, it's just, it's been very memorable and we've been here two days. Yeah. We've, we've already done, let's go through the attractions I've done this morning and it's, uh, 12 o'clock right now. We walked in, we got all our pictures in front of the castle, which takes about 20 minutes for my family because, you know, we have a family. Then we rode <laughs> Peter Pan, It's a Small World, Haunted Mansion, and what was the last one we just did before we got, oh, the Starbucks line, which is an attraction of itself. That is. All before 12 o'clock. So that's two and a that's half hours. four attractions. Yeah, and four attractions. That's like a full day pre-COVID Magic Kingdom. That's right. We did. Absolutely. We that did was this, this morning, morning at nine o'clock, we got we walked on to Seven Dwarfs, then we did Peter Pan, then we did Haunted Mansion, and then we did Splash all before 11. Yep. I mean, those are like my four. Like, if I do those in a whole trip, <laughs> you're, you're I'm glad. good, you know? So, yeah, it's, <laughs> it's a unique time to be here for sure. One thing that I thought was really interesting about Haunted Mansion specifically is we got in line. It said five-minute wait. We're like, oh, cool. And then the cast member actually said, hey, it's going to be an extra 10 minutes because we're cleaning the ride. And so just to go above and beyond, they're showing you, we're cleaning these rides actively during the day. This isn't just a overnight cleaning. They are cleaning them. I was a little bummed. We didn't get to go 
you walk through the stretching room. And there's no stretching. Yeah, but there's no stretching. You yeah. just get to oh, see the stretching room. Okay, it's an okay. extended queue, basically. So, which which we all get. Okay. Which I'm curious how they'll do in Disneyland, because if you know, in Disneyland, <laughs> yeah. it's actually an elevator, whereas True. here, it's it's fake. Sorry, I didn't mean to ruin that you magic just, for you, but all the <laughs> kids, the all the kids that's right. So I just wonder how they'll actually do that yeah. in Disneyland. I don't know. Because you've, if you've been on that attraction before, you know that that part of the ride is basically just a sheep's pen. Right. You are all... I mean, they cram as many people into that room as possible, yeah, and I think the they just... the center of the room. That's yeah, right. They said that's not going to be possible no. with social distancing. No. Not so much. Christina, Definitely what was your favorite... Avoiding that at all costs. Yeah, seriously. What was your favorite part of Animal Kingdom yesterday, above and beyond? So I did love Nomad Lounge yesterday. They had, or two days ago, excuse me, they had the, uh, they did have a limited menu, um, the QR code, which is, I thought was amazing, yep. which we should be doing that anyway. Right. Uh, they had the QR code, so you scan your phone uh, to the to the QR code and it pulls up the menu. It's a limited menu, but they had all the favorites there. Bread service, of course. I think maybe we're going to talk about bread service every episode, probably. The tables were spaced out, and again, everyone was just so happy to be there. Yeah. Um, we're, you are able to take your masks off during re- restaurant time while you're eating and drinking. Yeah. So I, I loved Nomad Lounge yes, or two days ago. Yeah, that's a good point. I've, the dining experiences have felt pretty similar to what they were before, other than the fact that people are more socially distanced now at the tables. But the yep. dining experience is very similar. Yeah, it's going to be interesting to see how this is. It evolves over time because yesterday we had a reservation at Kona Cafe for a party of six and we wanted to add another two people and they said that they currently they can't seat any more than six people at a table um, but also I have a reservation that I just made for next month at California Grill for a party of seven mm-hmm. so I don't I'm, I'm assuming that they're going to kind of slowly ease those ex- restrictions or you know whatever over time but we'll see how that goes and plays out it's the same at Disney Springs. They cap the capacity, the um, party to six people. Yeah, so that's something different. Another thing that I had gotten a lot of questions about is the disability assistance pass. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, so if you know before, if you were to qualify for that, they you go to guest relations yep. and they would basically apply that pass to your magic band and you would get a return time at the fast pass queue, which currently Disney World does not have fast pass plus. Um, but they are offering um, the disability assistance. And so basically, um, there's like an A-frame sign and you go up and they let you through that fast pass, you know, quick quick queue entrance as well. So, um, but yeah, and another thing that I wanted to say and mention is um, today, I know last week we talked about our favorite podcast and stuff we listened to. And I mentioned uh, Lynn Testa is my favorite podcaster. Well, today we were walking around after we got some nachos. Um, we were walking around Liberty Square and I turned the corner and, you know, even through his mask and his sunglasses, I recognized Lynn. So I did the whole, hey, Lynn. And he turned around and was so gracious and kind. And that was so much fun. We did a little chatter. I told him that I liked his stuff. And then we took a socially distant selfie together. So that was a lot of fun. <laughs> and we actually just lost Austin he just saw his favorite podcaster, Uh-oh. Lou Mangello, walk by. And so I think he just... You're kidding. No, he literally just ran away to go say hey to Lou. So who knows? Maybe, maybe Lou will That's come hilarious. over here if Austin can talk him into it. We'll see. So 
But Oh, that would be awesome. Besides Nomad Lounge, did you guys have any other dining experiences, Christina? We went to Boathouse for, uh, at Disney Springs for dinner because uh, since there's obviously... Uh, and I'm going to interrupt you because Lou is walking over with Austin right now. Holy moly. Lou, how are you? Oh, my Sir, goodness. If you are a Disney podcast fan, you know this guy. He is a legend. He's the a reason legend. that we started this podcast. I started my podcast club. <laughs> He's the host of WDW Radio. This is Lou Mangello, everybody. He's just going to say, hey. The man. He's loving it. How you doing? Hey, Lou. There's Lou. That's Christina. She's in Fort Lauderdale right now. She was here yesterday. Hey, how are so, you? Yeah. Great. How are you? This Having is, uh, fun today? This is awesome, right? It's so great. Yeah, it's it's good just to good back. to be back. Yeah, it's exactly how I feel. Yep. Just, so. What's your favorite thing you've experienced so far? So I, I'm going to like totally emotionally guy yeah. it up. Like I walked in and I got very emotional. I did. Like yeah. it felt like we, we were being welcomed back home. Absolutely. Um, you know, no attractions had to be running and I would have been just happy to be here. So you said the same thing. Yeah, same for us. Yeah. So Well Lou, we know you're busy. Thank you for saying hey. Thanks for being on the podcast, but we'll see you again soon, I'm awesome. sure. Awesome. Thank right. you guys. Thanks, man. Good, good, good see day, you. Man. Be safe. Wow. Right, now oh my goodness. So we've both met the people that we mentioned last week. So what true. in the world is how happening is, today? How is that possible? That's hilarious. Wow. Guys, if you have not listened to either, I'm sure Tim said this while I was running to grab Lou Mangiello, but if you <laughs> haven't listened to those two podcasts, WDW Radio is another great one to listen to. That's and right. It's fantastic. Lynn Testa's The Disney Dish. It's a great one for you guys out there. We don't want to feel like we're competitive. We are all in this for the same reason. We want you to have the mm -hmm. best travel, the best Disney experiences possible. We're all in this together, guys. That's right. I was, we were talking about dining, other dining experiences I had. Um, so I did go to Disney Springs for dinner and we stopped off and had a, a couple drinks and then we went to Boathouse for dinner. Also, same thing, they're capping the, the table size to six, but it was delicious. Uh, also socially distanced the tables and again, everyone was just so happy to be there. Did a little bit of shopping in World of Disney. Oh. We didn't talk about capacity inside the stores. Yes, are you that guys was noticing that they're 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 counting? They have one egg entrance and one exit to yep. each of the gift shops and stores throughout the resort, and they are counting to make sure that they don't go over a certain capacity. I was not able to get a straight answer on what the capacity it is, but yeah. I would assume that it's 50%. Yeah. Um, but I wasn't, every store is different. Yeah. They just kind of know the number that they can't go over. But I, I was not able to get a percentage. But if we're going by Florida standards, I would assume that it's yeah. 50%. Yeah, we, we had no problem getting into the world of Disney. That store is huge. But then when we were trying to get into Marketplace Co-op, they actually had a virtual queue running for that store. And they said it would be about 40 minutes. And so we're like, hey, wow. I mean, I don't need a cell phone case that bad. So right. we skipped right. Marketplace Co-op. We had a great meal. We went over to STK. Hadn't been there before. Um, yeah, Disney Springs, Disney Springs felt great, though. I thought it felt awesome. Yeah, it it's, did. it's been it did. great. Again, just we're, everyone's so happy. We're actually going there tonight. Uh, first time ever at Wine Bar George for dinner. Ooh, so nice. they have a skirt steak. With, uh, uh, my absolute favorite. Oh, I've never been. I'm, I got my eye on the skirt oh. steak. So I think that's what we're going to go it's with. It's delicious. The service there is wonderful because they'll help you. You can do different tastings of wine, and then they'll also help you pair what, you're, what meal you're getting with a, a good wine. That's really and cool. 
George is there a lot, and he may come and talk to you. Oh, that's neat. And yeah, that's it's super cool. I, mean, I love it there. I think Lou that's my favorite and, place. Right. Yeah. That is the thing. Yeah. Every podcaster, blogger, vlogger, I've seen they're here. Yeah. And it's great because we they want to do what we want to do. We want to help you make the best decision of whether or not you should come. Yep. Absolutely. So I think it's probably getting close. We're at the 30-minute mark. So, um, Christina, what would you say is your kind of synopsis of the last few days when you got to be here? What would you recommend to people who may be on the fence about maybe I should go, maybe I shouldn't? What would you say to them? So we said it this whole time. We felt very safe being being at Disney safer than we felt in our own, in our local grocery store or anywhere around home. And that is, that is the truth. That is truly how I feel. Um, but also being truthful, if you don't come here that often and this is your first trip and you want to experience everything, parades, fireworks, um, I, I may wait until next year, but if you're like us and you love Disney, you just love the feeling of that magic and you are able to, come to Disney a little bit more often, I would say absolutely. We feel so safe and they're doing such a wonderful job. Yeah, absolutely. I would, I would agree with you. And just a couple tips. Some people had said, said these to us, you know, if you're at home and maybe you don't go places that you need to wear a mask, you've stayed home, maybe take a couple laps around the block with a mask on before you come. That'll really help you kind of figure out, you know, if you'll be okay with the mask on. Um, because they really are, like we said, they take it seriously. So it's not something you can just walk around without one on. Um, but yeah, I would just say, give it a shot. And even if you're considering waiting until next year, go ahead and book that trip with the new park pass system. As soon as you book your trip, you reserve your day at the park. So that's a big deal now that really has changed since pre COVID Disney planning. I completely agree. I would say the thing that really just kind of surprised me was I'm not as bothered by the masks as I thought I would be. I thought it was going to be terrible. July heat in Florida plus a mask on my face. And it really hasn't been as bad as I thought. And it just reminded me as I was walking around this morning, gosh, I'm wearing a mask at home. Why not wear a mask at one of my favorite places in the world? And so if you've got those two options to choose between, if you're thinking about coming, like we said, packages are available now. Tickets are available now. It's worth it. It is so worth it. It's, it's not everything. Like Christina said, they don't have the fireworks, some of the things that we mentioned on last week's episode, but there's still so much to offer here. And I have just had such a great time and I've loved being here. And one of the things we talked about, you know, maybe, maybe there's no fireworks or parades, but they do have the character cavalcades, which are like yep. little mini pop-up parades, yep. which today getting to experience those, it almost feels more like Disneyland in the fact where characters just kind of wander around. Everything's not so scheduled. And that's so true. I have my fast pass at 1046 AM to meet this character. I feel like there's an element of surprise now, which is kind of cool and kind of brings some more of that magic. So yeah, you just, it's just all in the way you look at it and you view it, you know, any final thoughts guys, as we wrap up this week's episode, no, I just, I'm excited to be here, excited to be back. Um, you can follow all of us, me and Austin, Christina, on social media. Um, I know we've been posting pictures and videos and going live on Facebook. So if you're missing some of that magic, feel free to check in and, you know, follow us and come hang out. Yep. Today is just day one, right? We are here at Magic Kingdom today. We'll 
both be at Animal Kingdom tomorrow. That's right. And then Hollywood Studios and uh, Epcot open on the 15th. And hey, surprise, it's Food and Wine Festival. Hey, so Food and Wine in July. There's a lot of week yes. left, and we'll cover some of that on next week's episode. But until then, guys, thanks so much for listening. Thanks so much for being a part of this podcast. We've already had 500 downloads That's huge. just in the first week. And so we couldn't be more grateful. Yes. Thank you for listening. Thank you for sharing it with your friends. And we will see you guys next week. See you real soon. Bye, everyone. Hey, guys, thank you so much for joining us this week live in the parks for the podcast. Wanted to follow up on last week's trivia question, which was, when did Walt Disney World open? And the answer was October 1st, 1971. And our winner this week was Ashley Lay. Our trivia this week is, where are we recording from? If you can listen to the background and figure out where in the Magic Kingdom we are recording live from, go to www.travelmation.net slash podcast and submit your answer and we'll reveal the location on next week's show. See you real soon.